You are listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward, episode 48. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and experiences on spirituality, food, health, mindset, and on life in general. My goal is to tell you everything I wish I had known when I decided to take control of my reality and start living the life of my dreams. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am your host, Casey Edward. And on today's Flash episode, I just wanted to address a question that I get so frequently that I couldn't help but to hop on and record at 8.30 on a Sunday morning. (laughs) This question I have received in so many different forms, but all asking the same thing pretty much. And I think I've touched upon it on the show. I'm kind of losing track of what I have talked about on the show and what I haven't, to be honest. But I know I haven't specifically dove deep into this. So I really just wanted to kind of unpackage this a little. And I'm going to read an email I received this morning from a lovely girl who I've been working with for a while and who is in the course this round. And a little background before I read the email and get into it. The first week, one of the assignments in the course is to set an alarm or a few alarms on your phone to check in with yourself throughout the day to see if you are being aware and to see if you are thinking positive thoughts that are serving you. Okay? So again, the assignment was to set some alarms throughout the day to check in with yourself. Am I being aware? Am I being the observer? Am I consciously choosing thoughts that make me feel good? Okay? So now that being said, this is the email I received this morning. Hi, Casey. So when I get my notifications on my phone, sometimes I will have been in a negative thought pattern. My sister and I said that she too was like, oh, I have to change these thoughts from negative to positive right away. Sometimes that's a tough leap. Also, in Buddhism slash meditation, I thought it's all just about observing your thoughts and allowing them to be, and then they will go, which I def haven't mastered yet either. Like, sometimes I feel like I have a lot of resistance trying to manipulate my thought patterns and beliefs. It's like forced, it's like forced and causes even more suffering sometimes. Like, oh, not only do I feel bad about the way I look, but now I feel bad because I can't change this negative thought pattern smiling episode that I'm having, lol. Do you have any advice? Okay. So I want to kind of unpackage this a little bit. So first of all, let's start with the Buddhism meditation part about you being the observer of your thoughts and allowing them to be. The real question is, are you being the observer of your thoughts and allowing them to be? Which means observing a thought, allowing it, releasing it, and not choosing it. Okay? Then they will go, right? So that's different than ruminating on a certain thought pattern. So when your alarm goes off, so this, when this alarm goes off and it's not only do I feel bad about the way I look, now I'm feeling bad about this thought pattern surrounding it. So you, if you were feeling bad about the way you look, if you were thinking something so much that it allowed a feeling, that it created a feeling, that it created momentum, then you are not being the observer, right? So being the observer, letting it go. Yes, of course. But that, has to go hand in hand with recreating your brain, 
recreating your thought patterns, recreating who you are, who you are being, what you are thinking, okay? So yeah, you can have these thoughts, you can observe them, you can let them go. That is one thing. But if you're feeling a certain way about them, then you haven't let them go. Does that make sense? Because it takes it takes time for a thought to make you feel some type of way. <laughs> so if when this alarm goes off and you've been feeling and thinking negatively about yourself, then you haven't been being the observer, okay? Now, the second point with this is there is a difference. There is a difference. I had a call the other day and we talked about this. There is a difference between observing thoughts, getting to the but getting to the basis of them, doing the self-work, getting sitting let's let's use myself for example. When I told you guys about my eating and how I experienced bulimia, I had to one night experience this visceral feeling. It was so deeply ingrained in me to want to throw up that it was part of who I was. I had to sit down with that feeling and explore it and feel it and cry and get fucking pissed off and release it and let it go. You will probably not be doing that while at your office at work, right? So there is a difference between really sitting down and doing the self-work and then throughout the day throwing yourself a pity party or just giving in to the old ways of thoughts. Does that make sense? Are you guys seeing the difference between really actually consciously and from a place of awareness going inwards saying, I am ready to explore this. I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm getting deeper. I'm getting deeper into meditation. That is different than throughout the day having these thoughts, these bad thoughts about yourself and giving into them. Okay. Because that is not serving you. That is not the work. The work is to dive deep and explore. Yes. But will you be doing that throughout your day while at work, while on your way to yoga? Maybe not. Okay. The work in the day to day is the changing of your thoughts. Okay. Now, when you say, when, th- when this girl says in her email, sometimes that's a tough leap, that's why I've talked about on the show before a bridge statement. So if you are going from a place of hating your body, you do not have to, when the alarm goes off, say, I love my body. I feel so fit. I feel so great. You can go from, I hate my body when your alarm goes off to, I have a body, period. Okay. Can you feel the difference in I hate my body and the heavy resistance and sadness and not great vibrations in that to I have a body, period. Neutral, kind of empowering, feels so much better. Yeah, it's not I love my body, I'm rocking in my body, whatever, like rocking in my body, but it is I have a body. That is true. And then maybe the next step is I have an able body also true because you are here, you are living, you are breathing. So you can make these bridge statements. You can make these baby steps to get to where you want to be. Yeah, we write affirmations that we might not believe right now so that our brain starts to believe them. But if that feels untrue for you, then start with bridge statements. Start bridging the gap. That's why I emphasize all the time on I am, period. Okay? The universe is abundant. That is true. So if you don't want to focus on your abundance, the universe is abundant. Sure is. Abundance in air, abundance in trees, abundance in people, right? So what can you bridge for when that alarm goes off to completely shift the momentum? Because when you think something for 17 seconds, that's when the spark becomes enough momentum for a vibration, for a feeling, for you to be a new point of attraction, okay? So... 
the last bit about this that I did want to talk about is, of course, you're going to have resistance trying to recreate your mind. And instead of seeing it as manipulating your thought patterns and your beliefs, so a belief is just a thought you think all the time, okay? So we have instilled these beliefs in ourselves because of thoughts we've thunk a lot of times. Thunk? Is that a word? So you get to decide your beliefs and you get to decide what you're thinking on a daily basis, on a moment-to-moment basis. Is there going to be resistance and fear and mental chaos going from I hate my body to I have a body or whatever? Probably, because not only is that called cognitive dissonance, but also your ego is like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Nope, we were comfortable down here. I had you safe. You were thinking the same things you've always thought. Your body even memorized this way of being, this way of feeling. Your neural networks started to fire together so much that they are wired together in this specific manner. So you changing them, I'm going to make that very uncomfortable for you because I want to keep you safe. Okay? So it is so easy to think the thoughts we've always thought. This is, this is why I say this is the work, you guys. This is the work. It is so easy for me to wake up and say, I'm going to stay in bed. Three years ago, I would wake up and have to stay in bed and really drag myself out of bed. This morning, I had one of those mornings where I felt like that. And now I'm talking to you guys because of the thought work, the mental work, you guys. This is the work. Your thoughts so deeply matter because they create beliefs, which create perceptions. Your thoughts create your feelings, which create a point of attraction. Meanwhile, by the way, not even I haven't even talked about the inner being, which is sitting inside of you. <laughs> I just picture like literally Buddha just chilling inside of you. But your inner being, your soul, this connection to something greater inside of you is literally just chilling at the most pure, positive frequency, getting everything in line for you that you want. And all you have to do is be a cooperative component, which means getting your thoughts and your feelings and your point of attraction on par with what you want. Okay? So yes, let's be the observer in our meditations. Let's be the observer during the day. But are we actually being the observer? Are we doing the work when we're sitting down in meditation and feeling and crying and releasing? And then throughout the day, when we're at work, when we're driving, when we're walking in nature, if we are thinking, are we recreating our thoughts to be what they are meant to be, which is imaginative, creative tools to create your world, your destiny, your life to fulfill your purpose? Are your thoughts backing who you want to be or is the ego running the show and by the way this is this email right if we take a big step back and look at it think about how this is a story the ego is telling right well I'm supposed to be observing I'm supposed to allow these negative feelings I'm supposed to allow these thoughts I'm supposed to you know give in to them and then release them and I'm supposed to do this and I want to I'm I'm experiencing discomfort trying to do them so I'm just going to think the same thoughts right like that's all a story now don't get me wrong of course the Buddhism and the meditation all of this there is something to be said about that a great deal of course but there is just as much to be said about when an alarm goes off on your phone to check in with who you are being and how you're doing, to start thinking a better thought, to get that train of thoughts and beliefs and feelings and vibration in a different way 
than it was going if it was not going in in a good way, okay? Will there be resistance? A little bit, which is why I literally say, you guys, if it takes you thinking about puppies to feel better, it you don't have to think about money if that's not going to make you feel good. I've said this on the show. You don't have to think about your body. What will make you feel better in that moment? Maybe it's eliciting a feeling before even eliciting a thought pattern. Maybe you put on music and you start dancing. If you're at work in a cubicle, put some headphones in and listen to Hamilton. <laughs> Do I love Hamilton? Yes. <laughs> and so, right? Do, just... Get out of your, of your mind and of the ego and of those thought patterns. That is the point. So yeah, it is about shifting, completely shifting how your brain works and the thoughts you think on a daily basis because that shifts everything. So it is this beautiful balance between doing the work in the meditation, being the observer, truly being the observer, of course, but also in other 90% of your day when you're not sitting in your meditation and crying like I have been for weeks, rewiring your neural networks, changing who you are, what you believe, okay? So when I sat with the feeling of wanting to make myself throw up and I did not, it didn't go away completely. The feeling, oh, the feeling lifted. The feeling lifted. And once in a while when I'm having an off day, I will get a little tinge in my stomach. But it's the practice after being the observer of consistently keeping my thoughts on, of consistently choosing thoughts that make me feel good. I am enough. I am. I have a body. The sky is blue. Whatever you want to say to concentrate on things that will make you feel good that are truths, that are inherent truths, okay? So I hope all this made sense. I think it did because I kind of went into the zone where I don't even know what I was just saying. <laughs> so, but hopefully hopefully this made sense to you and reach out if you want to discuss this further. But this is something I got hung up on for a long time, right? So it's this is the work. I could, I could say it to nauseam. This is the work. It is the hardest work, debatably, that we have to do as humans to, cha- to experience the fear and the discomfort of changing the way we think, but knowing that we're not our thoughts, so we get to choose, okay? So it's this beautiful dance of meditation and observing and choosing and creating and allowing and surrendering and taking inspired action and all of this great stuff, okay? So if you're listening to this and you're not in the course and you want to try the alarm thing, totally do it. But this, and here's the other thing, guys, like if, if it's truly not working for you and, and you're just like, F this, then don't do it, right? Like if it's not bringing you into alignment, fine. But if, if it is being a tool to actually make you more aware, then maybe that's something to look at. I do want to keep doing this because I don't want to keep feeling these feelings. And when my alarm's going off, if I'm feeling that feeling, why was I? Where did I go down the rabbit hole, right? So today's quote (laughs) that I want to leave you guys with. I don't know why I just laughed like that. (laughs) I don't know why I just like nervous giggled introing the quote, but today's quote that I want to leave you guys with. And actually, as I'm looking at the quotes, I decided I want to do two because I just can't narrow them down. So one you have probably heard before. It is simple. It is from Buddha and it says, rule your mind or it will rule you. Rule your mind or it will rule you. See your mind. This is outside of the quote. I'm just saying, see your mind as something separate from you, outside of yourself. Put it like, put it in your hand in front of you. Have your mind. How do you want to use that? How do you want to mold your mind? 
How do you want to utilize it, right? So rule your mind or it will rule you. And the other one is by some guy I've never heard of. (laughs) And it says, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. To change we... And this is also outside the coin. To change, we must change our minds. We must change what we think, what we say, who we are being. Okay? It starts in meditation and it carries with you and how you are thinking throughout the day. Okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did because this is, like I said, this is something that I kind of got hung up on for a while. I would do meditation and then the rest of the day I'd be thinking thoughts like I was always thinking. So you can do the work in meditation, but then if I'm coming out of meditation and being like, I hate myself, I'm not enough, like what is going to come from that, right? What will my vibration be offering? What will I be attracting? So yeah, anyways, (laughs) happy Sunday. I'm going to probably release this right after I record it. So yeah, and then in terms of what I have going on, I know I mentioned this already, but I am for now segueing out of one-on-one coaching because I will be focusing on group coaching. So in meditation, I saw myself doing a mastermind slash group coaching and it flowed really well. I created it and then it kind of stopped flowing for a few weeks and then I realized why because at first I was thinking about doing it solely for entrepreneurial women who are looking to seek greater consciousness and accountability and a community. But then I realized that I don't really want to limit it to women who are seeking this in their business or who own a business. So group coaching is going to be where it's at because I think this is for not only me because I like talking to a lot more people and there's going to be more energy and it's going to be fun, but also for you if you've been considering doing coaching with me and you were kind of unsure, this kind of takes the pressure off because we'll all be on a call and you'll have time to speak, but you'll also hear other people have time to speak and it'll be fun, honestly. Like there will be a Slack community or a Google Hangout and it will just be all of these women expanding their consciousness and getting coaching and working with each other, right? So I will be the moderator obviously. But if someone has, you know, a tip, then we could all, we could all be chipping in our different views, our different points of views and our different unique ways of creating. So this is going to be magical and I'm really, really excited. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, I'll be talking about it on there and you'll find it on my website. But other than that, yeah, it's just been so great here and interesting because the past few days, and I think I might do an episode on a quote-unquote out of alignment or off day, I have been experiencing just some misalignment. And it's interesting to be the observer of misalignment because then you're like, damn it, I know this is on me. Um, But yeah, whenever I get my period, I don't know if it's because of the story I tell surrounding it, like most women, or if it's actually like hormonal or what's going on. But I'm just like, I love everyone. Then I'm like, what is going on in my life? But I digress. I just wanted to keep it real with you guys because, you know, it's the ebbs and flows of life, right? The ebbs and flows. Yes, positivity, joy, creation, all of these things. But there's going to be challenges too. And we want those challenges. We want to say, I chose this moment. Why? Why did I choose this moment? What am I learning from right now? Okay. So anyways, (laughs) I love you guys so much for listening. And I 
before I say bye, just want to say how much I like truly, truly am so grateful for anyone who's listening to this right now. Like deeply, I can feel it in my heart right now, how grateful I am for you if you're listening and that we're in this together, right? Like if you're listening to this, you are seeking this expansion too. And we're all out here on this leading edge that a lot of people aren't, right? We're doing the work. We're looking inside. We're feeling the fear. We're on the roller coaster of spiritual awakening, right? And I am so grateful for you. And if ever you want to reach out and send me a message and get to know me, I would love that. And yeah, just thank you. Thank you for listening. So I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend and you're going to have a great rest of January. And I'm sure I will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.